Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I hope you all had a lovely week and I'm very excited about this week's guest. I've actually been saying for a while now, because me and her recorded this episode a month ago, that I would put it up as a bonus episode, but it just took me so fucking long to edit. And then it was actually very long, the episode, so I was like, actually I should just put it up as a regular Tuesday episode. Um, but it's with Sex Shuppa, Shauna Scott. So if you guys don't know who Shauna Scott is, she is a sex educator and she has a sex positive online boutique in Ireland. She's from America, but her boutique is in Ireland. So it's a sexshuppa.ie. But even if you're not from Ireland, you can kind of look up her Instagram and it's very informational on just like sex positive stuff, especially toys. She sells body safe toys. So she's brilliant and I was delighted to have her on because I just wanted to kind of have the rundown on sex toys because like the only sex toys I've ever used are the ones she's given me and that's just vibrators I've never used a dildo I've no idea how to or what to buy if I went to the store and for men's sex toys I one time when a lad showed me like his masturbator like it was like a sleeve thing but I was like other than that I wouldn't really have a clue so uh, she just gave her the whole rundown and then we actually also ended up talking about STDs as well so yeah enjoy this episode if you want to um watch the video it's on the patreon forward slash the shift podcast also next week's episode is already up there with the video um and the audio and then uh lastly there's also a solo episodes so with the solo episodes like I've said before it's just uh online sort of diary of my dating life over here and so a most recent ending of my seven week fling six seven weeks fling uh with the new guy I had been dating so new guy stayed new guy because uh he's no wait no shit this would be better he <laughs> new guy is now no guy <laughs> god I'm such a fucking loser no wonder he's no guy but um that's all up there on the patreon so I just kind of a uh, sort of online diary about like trying to date in a pandemic and the kind of ups and downs of that so yeah if you want to go and listen to that that'd be great and it's pay what you want but um other than that enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you at the end well so I asked you on because my roommate was she was texting me like at a sex shop and she was like what sex toy should I be buying and I was like I don't know like a vibrator and she was like what's the <laughs> difference between a dildo and a vibrator and I was like I don't know I was like I just used the one that sex shopper gave me so then she was like oh you should ask her to do like a rundown of what each one what these all these because like you go in it's overwhelming you're like I don't know do I want this do I want that or what's the difference so do you think you could help us with that yeah definitely like there's so much choice especially now like the sex toy industry has just 
kind of exploded in the last 10 years. And like, especially now during lockdown, um, like I'm doing more than Christmas level sales, like all year long. So mm. it's, I, I think I'm getting like a lot more of these questions from people. Like I have no, it's like so many people who have never bought sex toys before are entering a marketplace where there's just like a vast amount of choice, like more choice than there's ever been before. So this is, this is great. Let's do this. Yeah. So, and especially, I guess with the past year, especially with the CDC being like, love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, but what is the, what are the different types of toys? Like what are the basic ones? Okay. So um, you have, well, just there's different toys for like different parts of the body. Um, so if we're going to like talk to your flatmate, if I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to your flatmate, um, the difference between a dildo and a vibrator is a dildo doesn't vibrate. So a vibrator like can be a dildo when you switch it off, but it's like a dildo just refers to it being insertable. A vibrator refers to it like having the capacity to like to vibrate. So your dildo or sorry, your vibrator, you can stick it in yourself as well. If you like some vibrators, you can, some vibrators, you can't like the one that I gave you would be like just a clitoral vibrator. So that oh. wouldn't be a dildo. But if you had one that you used internally, like that would be, you could use that as a dildo when you switch it off or as a vibrator when you turn the vibrator on. And would you turn the vibrator on while it's inside you? No. I mean, you, you can do it's like it's, it's kind of like whatever 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 you want to do um but usually like if you go into a sex shop and you ask someone for a dildo they're not going to show you the vibrators they're going to show you like the non-vibrating toys okay and so but the dildo would be more for people who orgasm internally right then and so the vibrator is more for people who get more clitoris yeah yeah and sometimes there's both like that's where like rabbit vibrators come in is like it has the the internal like dildo part and then it has like the clitoral vibe as well and both can vibrate or they can vibrate independent of each other like again there's so much choice nowadays like any any way that you could possibly orgasm there is a toy out there for you <laughs> and so if someone was beginning to use toys would you what would you suggest them to go for first Depends on the customer and like, depends on what they like. What I usually say to people is to like masturbate and figure out what you like with your hands. And then hopefully that will help determine what you might like in a toy. So if you're someone who really loves um, like external stimulation and then um or or and like no penetration at all or if you're someone who like really likes penetration um what i'd recommend for those people are going to be completely different um or if you're someone who is new to like butt stuff and wants to try like a bit of butt stuff along with like clitoral stimulation i might recommend like a couple of different toys so it's like it's different for for every person okay and so with that thought, um, I had a question there, but it's actually slipping my mind. Was he? Oh wait, there were some. Oh yes, about butt plugs. Yeah. So what are what are butt plugs, and what are the different? Like okay, I know I, so, I've seen those beads. Yeah. Okay. So there's so there's a few different types of like anal toys. You'd have um, dildos, beads, and butt plugs would sort of be like the main one. Oh, and then also like you can get um, massage like prostate massagers or, or like 
it's like a butt plug, but like with a vibrator. So it'd be like an anal vibrator. Um, so like a dildo is just like a dildo, right? Regular old dildo, but, um, anything that like goes in your butt, you want to make sure has like a flared base. The base should be wider than the actual, than the widest point of like the, the toy. Cause you don't want it getting lost inside you. Um, that, that happens more often than you would, than you would like to, to think. Um, I have like friends who work in emergency rooms, friends who work as nurses, who end up with patients, who end up putting stuff in their butt that like shouldn't be there. And a lot of that could have been prevented if they had just used something that had a flared base. <laughs> um, so dildos with like a flared base, um, anal beads, which like you said, are like the long, they'd have like little beads. Um, the, the thing that's great about those is like, the way like most people would use them is they they pop them in slowly and then when you're getting like closer to the point of orgasm you kind of pull them out one at a time it feels really nice and it just like throws you over the edge so they're so they're really good if you want something that's just going to that um you can kind of like build up with like because again you're putting each bead in sort of slowly and then like pulling them out so you're kind of like building up to that point of orgasm and um, a butt plug is just they, they're, they tend to be like small smaller than like a dildo and it's just like stationary there's no vibrating component that you can get vibrating ones but for for all intents and pur- purposes like a butt plug is just like a stationary item that just like sits in there and you just clench on it with your butt muscles with your sphincter muscles and that feels really nice especially if you have a prostate so if you have a prostate like having something that like rubs against like either a butt plug or like a prostate massager so like a, a vibrator that like rubs against your prostate prostate gland um feels really nice and some people can orgasm just by like prostate massage alone and so for people who don't have a prostate um Mm -hmm. but but still feels good why is that is that just because there's so much nerve endings there's so many nerve endings like so many nerve endings like just around the anus um so like even if you're not into things being inserted in your butt like even just taking a finger and like a little bit of lubricant and just rubbing the outside can feel really nice yeah oh that's great and that's kind of like less intimidating for people who yeah. are like there's a lot of there's a lot of people who who think that if you're going to like do anal play that you have to go whole hog and use like a massive dildo or or go like straight from like zero to anal sex with a partner and that is like there's grades to these things you don't you don't just you don't just go from like zero to like penis in the butt there was this guy off hinge texting me and he obviously knows that I have a sex podcast and he was like oh do you do everything in sex and I was like uh I don't I think so and I was just kind of curious where he was going but he was and he lists it out he was like oral anal I'm like Jesus I haven't even met you pal okay Jesus that is like very intense oh I I actually have a um, a New York specific question for you um we'll we'll come back to sex toys but I do have a very New York specific question for you so I was listening to the latest episode of This American Life and they were talking about dating during lockdown and specifically in New York where people are trying to find like they're coupling up like getting into relationships really really quick now because they just want someone to like spend the winter with yeah that's true yeah I think so yeah I definitely because I've already noticed like even when I was on hinge the questions were definitely more 
intense like what are you looking for what do you want which I think is great I started seeing someone and I just recently like today thought Jesus we're going so fast it's only been like two and a half weeks and by the time this episode comes out maybe three weeks but like it's but I think it's just that level of intensity of like you're not you you know you haven't seen anybody you haven't been able to touch anybody and um, I think people are like yeah looking more for relationships I feel like but maybe when the vaccine comes everybody be like fuck that yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, interesting yeah I have a friend who is in a long distance relationship with an American guy and she's just been telling me she's just feeling like so touch starved that like and and I think this is going to be the same for like tons and tons of like single people and people who are in long distance relationships like not being able to like hold someone for really long periods of time is just gonna have like so many emotional repercussions yeah and so many people are trapped I have a friend and her partner is uh in a different country another one she ended up leaving America because of it but it was because it was becoming on a uh, becoming or it was about a year before as long as they were going to see each other so she just she left to go to see him but like it's just especially with COVID it's awful yeah yeah there's a lot of Irish here can't they can't leave um well anybody any immigrants here they can't leave yeah because of the ban the travel ban so you're just like fucking waiting it out I can leave because I have a green card but I'm one of the lucky ones and I don't have a partner have you have you been back since since COVID started or I was back in August so yeah it was grand like everything was open people were walking around and now you guys are back in lockdown so I I I went at the right time (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah so definitely um it's really hot in my apartment right now lots I'm like wearing no clothes I have the window (laughs) open oh my god I think I'm dying um but no, so that's, uh, so yes, we're all starved for, ten- but that's, well, I guess for long distance, you can use sex toys and fucking FaceTime and FaceTime sex and all of that. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of toys now that are like app controlled as well. So ah. yeah. So I, I kind of have like a weird history with like app controlled toys and that like I used to stock them and then I didn't for a really long time. And I'm thinking of getting them back in because I think, so there was like a big lawsuit maybe four or five years ago. Anyway, there was a company called we vibe. They're like one of the biggest companies in the world. Um, they had an app control. I think they had like one of the first app control toys or like range of app control toys. Um, but some hackers in New Zealand who were presenting at like a hacking conference discovered that they were, that this particular sex toy app was really easy to, to hack into. And so there was all these questions thrown up about the potential for like sexual assaults. Like if you're someone who owns a vibrator and like, let's say your ex has control of that app, like knows your password or whatever can turn your, your vibrator on and off. Um, there was also like questions about the company um, collecting customer data. Cause they were going through like their, their privacy policy and like all of the data collecting stuff was buried at the very like bottom of the of the privacy policy and so nobody would have seen it but it was like they're collecting all this information on their customers about like what time of day they use it what vibration intensities they're using um what temperature the the thing is and like just like loads of like really really random stuff and so there was this big class action lawsuit and I think they ended up having to pay out something like four or five million 
um, to their customers in North America. And so after that, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about app control toys, but now it, it's kind of, it's sort of industry standard now, like most brands would have app control toys. So I'm, I'm hoping that like the technology has gotten better in the last four or five years that the, the security is a lot tougher. Um, I have a friend who's doing her master's in cybersecurity. So I was going to send her a, a vibrator and see what she thinks of the app and like how secure it is. See if I she can like hack into it <laughs> before I start selling them. I think the hacking into it is scary. Like, and we've all had that scary ex who's a little possessed, a little um, obsessed. So that would be scary. But I, I honestly wouldn't care if they're checking the temperature or the time I use it is it weird like I'm even with people were like oh don't use TikTok they're like reading your stuff I'm like I don't care I have no well, yeah so stuff. yeah so that's the thing like I I wrote like a blog post about this when this is all happening and I'm like you know all of these tech companies are taking our data anyway and even when they say they're not like when Facebook says that they're not listening to you on your phone and I'm just like yeah but they're totally listening to you on your phone they're so <laughs> listening <laughs> I like just started dating um, a screenwriter um, and ever since then like I've been getting these ads for screenplays just because he's been talking about it. so they're, it's like, they're just listening to him from my phone yeah. isn't that crazy oh there was like um like a couple months ago I was just chatting with my boyfriend and he was talking about how he needs some like a pair of leather boots for winter and I was just like okay well let's just and I just like shouted into my phone I was like do you hear that leather boots I need leather boots leather boots and then the next day there was like ads for fucking leather boots on my phone yeah everybody listens to this now is going to be getting the sex toy ads but hopefully it's sex shopper sex um but so okay so let's go through this so we have for uh let's say for people who are who identify as women um the best sex toys are going to be like dildo uh vibrator like or like let's say the the basic let's say basic so dildo and vibrator right that's kind yeah, of the basic. Like dildos and vibrators um and then like anal toys and then oh we didn't even talk about um masturbators for for folks with penises well see that's like, what i wanted to come to so we have the we have the the basic because let's say if this is like for like people who are like i haven't a fucking clue and this quarantine is making me really want to branch out so then for men who have willies <laughs> what is the basic one for them like the starter so like a really good basic one for, for folks with penises is like the, the Tanga egg, which is like the travel size. It only costs a tenner. So if you uh, haven't gotten your, <laughs> haven't gotten your COVID check in the mail yet and you only have a tenner to spend, a Tanga egg is a really good place to start. Um, it like, it literally comes, actually I'll, I'll go get one. Hold on. <laughs> So I just brought a few Tanga products because I love them so much. But like their most basic model is the egg. So it like it looks like a little kinder egg. And you just you crack it open, stretch it out and you pull it over your penis like a condom and it has texture on the inside. And then you just um, oh, yeah, you put lubricant in it and then pull it over your penis and then you masturbate with it. Wow, this is amazing. So then... <laughs> A step up from that is the Tanga spinner. So like a, a bit bigger, the, the material that it's made out of is a lot thicker. So you're getting like more of that texture and it has the, the like the internal coil. So what happens with, with the internal coil is like when you're masturbating with it, um, it like 
it wraps around your penis and kind of like squeezes it, like gives it like a little gentle penis hug. Wow. <laughs> so that's, that's the next one. And then um, the Tanga 3D, which they actually came out with before the spinner, like this one, this one's probably about, um, well, not this one specifically, but, um, <laughs> but the design is about 10 years old and it's fab. Like you can see all of the, like the texture and that's all like, it looks solid, but it's like, it's really squishy. Um, so it feels really nice. And then the latest one that they came out with is the Krista. So it's completely see-through, which adds a whole new visual element to it because you can like, you can see your dick through the elastomer and it looks so hot, <laughs> just so hot. And then it has like these floating bits. And so it kind of reminds me of like, you know, in the seventies when people just used to put all of their food in jello, yeah, yeah. like it was a way of like preserving it. But then like, people were like, let's just make loads of different like jello recipes yeah. and they put like veggies in jello and stuff. That's what this <laughs> reminds me of, but you put your dick in it. Um, so it has like these like more firm solid bits that are like floating in the gel and um and so that like that's kind of like the internal coil version of this so there's just like there's firmness and there's softness and depending on like how hard you squeeze and like where you squeeze it's going to give you like different sensations so are they flashlights so flashlight is a brand um, oh yeah. i thought it was like, like the name pardon oh like hoovers and who okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So flashlight would be like the brand name that everybody knows, but like a masturbator or masturbation sleeve is kind of like the general term for what those are. Oh, a masturbator. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. So that's kind of like the starter pack then for lads. Is there other stuff for like their balls and stuff? So like some of the bigger ones, so I don't think with a spinner, but definitely with, um, like the Tango 3D, you can kind of like move it down to the balls and it will kind of like stretch a bit. Um, but there's like, there's other toys, like you can get like ball, like stretchers and things that are meant to like bring that pressure on the testicles so that like you get some sensation from that. Hey, yeah, sorry, my boyfriend just walked in. You can close the door. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like, there's different, there's different toys for like balls and stuff too. Um, but those would be like my, my biggest sellers would be like the masturbation sleeves. There's also like penis specific vibrators that you can get mm. as well. Um, so there's one in particular that I stock from fun factory called the Manta that like, it looks like the base looks like a regular vibrator. And then at the top, it has like these two um kind of wings at the top that you'd use as like a stroker so you'd um stroke it like up and down the penis as it vibrates and it's really good for like either if you're alone or if you're like giving someone a blow job and you like need an extra hand it's like you're blowing and you've got <laughs> and you've got the the vibrator as well to like go up and down the shaft oh that's amazing and what about um because I just learned recently that like gooch is that what it's called or per <laughs> perineum <laughs> so perineum is like the medical term but I do love gooch like gooch is my favorite like some people go for taint I fucking love gooch as a I word gooch, yeah I got in trouble on TikTok for saying perineum what's it called I can't even per say it perineum yeah they got mad at me but I'm um, mad at you for saying perineum yeah they said I broke a German law 
what <laughs> yeah i know Ooh, who knows you know yourself i was doing like erotic ero- uh, erogenous sounds videos but like ones you wouldn't normally think of and i'd like looked up all this information about it and so that was one of them but it was so it was saying like if you press that area for the guy it's really good for them oh yeah like well i mean it's a muscle yeah it's giving you like a really nice like muscle massage um but like it's also you know we have them too that like and (laughs) like that that muscle is there it's just like it's the bit between it's the it's the bit between the two holes (laughs) (laughs) so there's no like toy for that um yeah I mean there's a lot of like uh prostate massagers that would have like a bit that comes around the front and like also massages the perineum as well Wow. Yeah. And what toys are best for using together if you're, um, I guess all of them, really, you can just use them together. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> it's funny when, when people ask me, like, what, they're like, what's the best couple's toys? And like, all of them. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Because it's like, you know, I think people have this sense that like, sex toys are a very solitary thing or like they've traditionally been a very like solitary thing rather than like oh this is something fun that we can do together or like in groups yeah <laughs> no yeah definitely I think the last partner not this current one but he was always like hey bring your vibrator like he thought it was hot which is great yeah I think a lot of times like the the toys that are often like designed for people to use simultaneously sometimes like aren't the best because like not everybody is going to be into the same toys or like trying to like position so like the one I'm thinking of is there's there's a certain category of toy that are kind of like c-shaped and so they have like the internal bit that like hooks into the vagina and then the external bit that like vibrates against the clitoris while your partner is penetrating you but the problem is if you're using like a penis or a strap-on to like penetrate and you're going in and out it's like it's constantly you have two bodies that are like knocking into that toy back and forth and so like the the clitoral vibrator is just like knocking off of your vibrator constantly so Mm. you're so it isn't really hands-free because you're always having to readjust it and I just like I find those like so like far more frustrating than they're worth so like why not just get like a regular like a vibrator that you love normally using on your own and using it while your partner's present or like teaching your partner how to use it on you yeah I think that's good I actually because I know last time we had you on I had said that I hadn't used a vibrator before but in hindsight I had used a sex toy with an ex-boyfriend in Ireland but only once and it was shite but it was the ring with the little the little vibrator you know the oh yes yeah, yeah yeah the little like the cock rings that come in like the little condom packaging yeah like you probably got in like a bathroom toilet stall thing you know yeah. like beside the condoms but it's just like what you said because he's going in and out it was just leaving it wasn't like on my clitoris actually so it didn't so I was just like oh this doesn't work yeah and like so much of the the branding on a lot of those toys is to kind of like placate heterosexual couples Mm. and specifically the man in a heterosexual couple um and make him feel uh not like redundant yeah and I and I hate that I hate like I hate that that's they're like oh well here's a sex toy that's not going to make him feel inferior and I'm like that's not what sex toys are about and if like 
if, if, if the, if you're in a heterosexual relationship and the man in that relationship is feeling inferior to a sex toy, that is something that he needs to go to therapy for. Absolutely. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> and especially when it comes to like straight couples anyway, um, women find it really hard uh, to orgasm a lot of the time anyway, and maybe are slower to learn about their body. So it's don't, if we can't, if we take a while to figure it out, you shouldn't feel bad that you can't figure it. You should be like, okay, yeah, bring in a toy or whatever. Like it should definitely not hit their ego whatsoever. Exactly. Um, I feel like maybe for, uh, I don't know, like I've never been with a woman, but I feel like if I had explored that more, I would have been more in touch with my body because I feel like that's more part of it, maybe. If that makes yeah, sense. I, I would have like been learning about hers as well. The, yeah, so the... Um, the the times that I've like I've been with women it's been a lot more like asking questions and like trying to like figure out like what are you into oh I'm actually into this oh wow that's so weird like we're so different (laughs) but also still so like the same um but yeah it's like a lot more um yeah just like asking questions and like getting to know how each other's body works more so than I, I think like anytime I've been with a guy it's just been I think like, I mean, definitely as I got older, like much more asking questions, but I think like when I was younger, like in my late teens and early twenties, it was a lot more just like guys taking the reins and not really, there's, there's like a set of like specific kind of like sex acts. It's like, he goes down on you and then he fucks you. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no kind of like trying to like figure out what the other person likes or dislikes. It's just like, that's just what you do when you're in your late teens, early twenties. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I do definitely prefer sex. The older I get just communicating and being like, let me, because then it just makes it easier. You're like, let me know. Cause every, la- every guy I've given, I've been with has liked things differently. Um, But in, I do think, I'm over in America. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older, but like the sex communication has been pretty good here. Yeah. Like I feel with the partners I've had here, but maybe that that would be the same in Ireland if I were, because I'm older. I left Ireland when I was 24. So it's hard to make the comparison. Yeah. Same. Like I left, I left the States when I was 20. And so like the vast majority of my like sexual relationships were after I moved here. So it's hard to like, and and, like most of the sexual relationships I had over back home were like when I was in high school. So it's like, it's hard to say like when people ask me to compare Americans to Irish people in terms of like sexual emotional intelligence, it's like you're, you're comparing teenagers to adults. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to do that. Yeah. And I think as well, it's just, like different people like you could have four Irish guys who are kind of like bang 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 and then the fifth one could be like oh let me read your body but I don't think it means it's necessarily different that they're Irish I know that there's like a bit of there's definitely a bit of shame in our culture but like the best lick out I ever got was by an Irish guy over here and it was like (laughs) fucking head explode and like the sex wasn't wasn't great um but the the lick out was he definitely made and like it it, I've never reached that other planet and I was like to him afterwards I was like oh my gosh what how how did you do that and <laughs> he was just like oh I was with my ex for five years and you know five years of licking you learn some things that's great 
Shame yeah. about the dickin, but great about the licking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just our first. This was I actually forgot I dated this guy. I dated him for like three weeks years ago. Um, a nice guy. He I definitely wasn't in the right headspace to date anybody. So I'm sure if anybody asked him, he'd be like, "Oh, she was a bit annoying." Um, but yeah, he was just like yeah the sec he's very regimented the reason why he was good at licking is because he could just stick at it do what he knew but in yeah. sex i don't like that he was just like very regimented you know so uh, yeah um but that's fine um i want to ask you okay so we've kind of covered the toys and stuff like that and then oh well there was a question about a u-shape and someone asked how do you use that i think that might have been the one that i was talking about the u-shape one, the one that's like internal and then like has the, oh. the, 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 the clitoris and then so it's like you're wearing it while someone's penetrating you i think that's what they meant okay so that's that that you're not a fan of that one wouldn't be a fan of those no okay and then so um another question was noise like there was a woman wrote in and she's a parent and she doesn't want to have to just keep blaring her music is there a vibrator that's less noisy yeah, so um, one brand that I really love is Spockum. Um, they're, are they a Swedish brand? They're kind of like, um, like a step down, like everybody knows Lilo. Like Lilo are kind of like the most popular brand in the world, even though I think they're like really overly expensive for what they are. But Spockum are a really great brand as well just as good a quality and about half the price um but their motors are really quiet like they have um one that i recommend because this is the other thing um about like irish people is like everyone is moving home and back in with their parents during lockdown and so i'm getting like so many emails from people that are like what is the quietest vibe <laughs> in stock and i always recommend the spockham cc it's like this like long um slim it's like very discreet vibrator um but like incredibly quiet for for a rechargeable it's like it's so so quiet brands that i would be weary of if you are looking for something that's more on the quiet spectrum would be like rocks off and satisfier great vibrators but they're a bit more like on the noisy side but Spockham's really quiet and I really like them and like fun fun factory their their vibrators can be like they have they're not loud they have kind of like a dull rumble so if you like if you throw like a pillow or like a duvet over it they're fine um but they would be kind of be like the medium medium volume ones i've i've used it i love the black vibrator you gave me or that we got off you that des bought which one which one was it was it the i'll show you oh you know what it's in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) was it the um was it like a like a little lipstick vibe one it's bigger it's bigger it's like a oh yes that was a rocks off yeah oh yeah it's so it's like pretty it's sleek um but yeah What what did you think of the noise on that one it's loud yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's loud like I have to put on my music for sure yeah. but there's been like I'm like times where I'll be like vibrating with it and then you know like you'll just lose yourself I'm very loud anyway I'm like a loud or I sound like a fucking animal is being put down <laughs> <laughs> the guy I'm dating now we were having sex and I came like four times and afterwards he was like he kept stopping himself from coming and I was like come 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 and he was like okay but like I'll finish you off afterwards and I was like I came four times and he was like you did and I was like when that noise (laughs) at like despair that weird noise that's me coming and he was like oh okay (laughs) I like how you could have gone like I sound like an animal having sex but no you went with 
I sound like an animal being put down. <laughs> it is though, you know, it's just like <laughs> Okay, I can't do a good impression of it. That's not it exactly I but... like my dog when I step on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's it's like that, but with less high pitchedness. It's more like <laughs> oh my god, so embarrassing. <laughs> um oh but god. yeah, so like sometimes I'll be I was like masturbating here with the toy or whatever and I hit music on but like I'll like orgasm and it'll switch to the next song so you'll hear me and then I'm be like embarrassed so I'll be like <coughs> pretending I'm just like <laughs> coughing in my room <laughs> even though my roommate's like she knows what's up she doesn't give a shit yeah, but, yeah. No, I've, I've been there like the, so the last place that I lived in um I had like two flatmates and the walls were were paper thin and I um I think I put, what did I post? I posted something on my, on my Instagram stories where I was like advertising, um, whatever vibrator it was that I was advertising. I'm like, so quiet that your flatmates can't hear you. And then I got a message from my flatmate. that was like, we can totally hear you. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. And then I couldn't come home for three days. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, do you want one? There's a roommate discount fee or yeah. discount uh... <laughs> that's amazing and so um this is like a question I don't know if we've asked you before but it's one that comes up or people who'll be like anti uh vibrators will be like oh it affects your sensitivity then for future like for future sex is that true yeah that's a lie right I was thinking because it just makes you more comfortable with your body yeah so so there, there's um there's a myth that like vibrators will desensitize your clitoris and like while that is temporarily true like it can't like it can because like if you're going from like using a vibrator to then like trying to use your hands immediately after like your hands just aren't gonna cut it as well as a vibrator will but like you're you're not going to get like so used to a vibrator that you're you're swearing off any other kind of stimulation for the rest of your life. It doesn't do like permanent damage. Um, It's not doing damage. It's just like you're used to one set of sensations and then you go and you use it like a different set of sensations immediately after and it like, it's not going to work the same. So um, yeah, no, that's, that's like a total myth. Like I have like in my toy kit, a range of vibrators ranging from, like a mains powered fucking jackhammer of a vibrator down to like the little tanga aroha mini which i would just like i would use whenever i was like going over to like my boyfriend's house or something when we when we lived in different houses it was just like something nice and small that i could like throw into my handbag um and take with me um and and like and everything in between and like yes the little tanga isn't as strong as like the mains powered jackhammer vibrator um but it would still get me there so i i like i do not buy into this myth and i think that it's pretty debunked at this stage that like vibrators desensitize you for life it just doesn't happen okay good yeah because i do think like the more i masturbate and the more i orgasm as well even that the more i can have multiple orgasms and enjoy it more yeah so that's like that's the other thing is like um typically uh women will uh huh, sorry like my brain just do you ever do this like where you're 
I call it COVID brain where I'm like in the middle of a sentence and then the end of the sentence just drops off in my head. And I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah. So, you have, you have Katie brain. Cause I had that before COVID. <laughs> you were doing it long before it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? So I guess the de- debunking the sensitivity, I guess it kind of, what I said was oh, like, yeah, Oh, sorry, the multiple orgasms thing. Yeah. Sorry to talk over you. Just, I just completely. No, great. That. Yeah. So, um, so women typically like, uh, would the more, like the more we orgasm, the hornier we get. So we're able to have like, and, and typically like with guys, what happens is they, um, will have an orgasm and then want to fall asleep because that's just like the, the chemical makeup in their brains, like, a, like chemical sleepy, happy time chemicals are released in their brains as soon as they orgasm. And so they, they rarely want to have another one. Whereas like we get hornier, the more we orgasm. So it's actually like better for us to masturbate. Cause it means that we're, we're constantly getting more and more horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just figuring out what's going to get you off quicker. And um, so for guys is a, a guy friend of mine, he's like, has like multiple sexual partners and my guy that I started seeing both of them said this to me so they both on separate occasions said this but they both stopped wanking um to because they perform better in the bedroom if they're not jerking off so like this one guy who has multiple women he was just like I was also wanking every night and I just wasn't able I was coming too quick or wasn't enjoying it as much and once I stopped doing that and was saving it for sex it was better and the guy I'm seeing was like oh I just I can perform better when I'm not jerking off and I'm just saving it for that have you ever heard that the only time I've ever heard that was like in incel communities (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh no (laughs) (laughs) like I'm sure he's lovely but also maybe (laughs) browser history Uh, but there's like (laughs) oh my god yeah that like the only time I've ever heard that was like in kind of like incel communities the thought process being that if like you save up your sperm because this is like this isn't even a new thing this mm-hmm. has been like a belief system that's been going on since like the 1800s <laughs> that like holding in your sperm makes you more powerful it's oh yeah and I they definitely didn't mean it like that they were oh, okay <laughs> they were both like saying as in well one guy uh, said that he just felt he could last longer if he's not wanking all the time so he actually felt that he was performing better for the woman it was not about the come and same with my guy I'm really it's going to be a a point of contention between us I think and I hope not but he already thinks I'm like crazy horny it's only been a couple of weeks like and um we've had like a good you know I we probably had sex too soon but I don't I just love sex okay (laughs) I don't see a problem with that. I know, but he's just, he's like, said he was like, he he told me the other night, he was like, I stopped um, jerking off just because I want to like be the, like, able to perform the best with you and I don't have as high a sex drive as you so this way I'm like saving it up for when I'm with you or whatever. I mean, so he's only- saying that you need to do the same for him? No, 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 no. He's like, touch yourself more. He just thinks, <laughs> he thinks we don't have an equal sex drive and he was nervous about it. And we, we're so oh, new. He's okay. trying to like appease me and be the best version of himself, I think. But he said to me he'd stop jerking off just so he was able to meet my, um, because I'd bang and then I'd bang again, you know, or I'd bang in the yeah, morning yeah. as well. And he, he, that's never been kind of something he's, 
been into so he was like oh I really want to satisfy you so I stopped jerking off so that I could save up all the horniness for when I'm with you and I'll I'll be in the mood but like nice yeah it is nice but you know it was just weird that he said it and then my friend said it as well and I was like oh is this this is that true is it if guys do guys need to like regulate their their wanking I don't know I suppose like yeah if you guys like are on a on a separate like if you're if you're desire levels are like different and if like you're horny all the time it can go like at the drop of a hat and he kind of needs a bit more like build-up time yeah I think that's actually I take back what I said I think well I don't take back what I said I have seen that in incel communities but but I but like I think what he's doing is actually that sounds kind of lovely yeah he is very lovely he's very much like how can I keep her happy like all of the time like yeah he thinks about things so yeah it's definitely for me it's not like an insulting I think he would love (laughs) if I just masturbated in the bedroom and he could just like watch Sopranos (laughs) so um okay so that's that was just something I wanted to ask you to see if you'd heard before another thing I wanted to ask is so another negative thing that comes up with toys is like people being like it's chemicals don't put it in your body Mm. well what do you have to say about that um yeah (laughs) so so the 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 problem is that the sex toy industry is like unregulated so like and and this is like worldwide this isn't just in any one particular company uh country it's like it's worldwide so you can make a sex toy and i like i said this before that i'm just gonna do my spiel again you can make a sex toy out of any old shite and it is perfectly legal to do so um but that said, if you were shopping at, in like the, the the kind of like feminist queer boutiques, um, like let's say like Babeland or Good Vibrations or Sex Shoppa, um, or like any of the kind of like small queer boutiques, like the vast majority of them would be kind of like exclusively body safe. Or you can like ask, like be sure to like ask for a body safe material. So like silicones, hard plastic, stainless steel, wood, um, like stuff like that but basically any material that is like safe in the kitchen is safe in a sex toy product things that you need to look out for are like pvc toys because pvc in like pvc is like the main one um because it can be made like really really cheaply into a sex toy but to get pvc to like that jelly state so when you see like basically anything wiggly that's see-through that isn't like a masturbation sleeve because this is just an elastomer but like if you see like a see-through wiggly dildo it's probably a jelly dildo um and they aren't because you can't get silicone to go like transparent like that and pvc to get it to that jelly state you have to pump it full of plastic softeners and a lot of the plastic softeners that they use are banned in children's toys so um so if it's if it's not good to put in children's toys why are we putting it inside ourselves in adult toys so that's kind of like the main thing is like making sure when you're doing your shopping to make sure that you get like, I would just say like, go with silicone. Silicone's like hypoallergenic. Um, You can get it in like a range of textures and like you can get like really, really hard silicone. You can also get like really soft, squishy silicone and everything in between. Um, So I would definitely, and you can get like silicone toys for about as cheap as you can, like a dodgy jelly toy these days. Like silicone has really come down in price. Like I have a couple of silicone toys that I stock that are just like really basic beginners silicone dildos for like 25 bucks. 
Oh, that's great. That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That is a steal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like anything when it comes to your body, just doing that extra 10 minutes research is... It's yeah, it's major because like there's um like I remember when I first started, I was doing all this research on toy materials and what to look out for when shopping for like body safe toys and stuff. And like all of these stories about people buying dodgy toys and ending up with like bacterial infections, because that's the other thing about PVC is like it's porous, so it can harbor bacteria. You're never gonna get it like fully clean. And then I remembered like I was thinking back to a time when I like wasn't doing all of this research and I like I had um wasn't a jelly toy but it was definitely like a PVC toy and the time around the time that I bought that toy I was getting tons of like yeast infections and I didn't know why and I just I I just assumed it was like UTIs and yeast infections and I thought it was because the boyfriend that I had at the time had a really big penis but it was more likely because I was using this toy this like sex toy all the time that like couldn't get fully clean because it's porous um this this reminds me of which isn't to do with sex but it's just like an interesting thing with like things like that with germs and stuff if you are drinking draft beer from a bar that doesn't clean their lines the next day if you feel really ill and like really hung over it's actually probably just because of all of the germs in the lines and it makes you sick so like it's recommended if you go to a bar that kind of seems a bit like dirty, like they're not a craft beer bar because craft beer bars, they're like more regulated, I think. Um, they uh, say just get bottled beer, don't drink draft. And um, now in Ireland, they clean out their taps because I remember working in bars, we always cleaned out our taps. So this might be more an American thing, but isn't yeah. that not? It's just the germs inside the thing making you sick. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't drink in she beans down the country. <laughs> yeah, so same with you and your vag. It's just the yeah. germs in your thing making you sick. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Oh my gosh, I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my boss, I've been working in craft beer for like six years now and, or five and a half. And that's what my boss told me. But like, maybe he's just like spreading the lies against these dive bars. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, uh, oh, and then I also read as well that uh, these toys can help with uh, problems. So like if you have like vaginismus. Vaginismus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, it's it's interesting because that is like one thing that I, I kind of it's an area that I sort of accidentally fell into. So I'm like adjusting my camera um, because I have friends who have like vaginismus and endometriosis. And so I was just trying to like find toys that would suit them. Is it um, skin- That's skinny vagina, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I love that term for it. Skinny vagina. Um, it's it basically the, what happens with vaginismus is like the muscles around your vagina are like tensing up and they're tightening up um and like it's kind of partially psychosomatic so um it's happening a lot like um what ends up happening is like women will try to have sex with a partner penetrative sex and those muscles clamp up so much that you can't get anything through it's like trying to put trying to put a penis or a sex toy through a brick wall like it's just not going to happen um and then there's other things like vulvodynia which is just like really really um intense pain like around the vulva um endometriosis is like uh when you have endometrium like um it's not it's not endometrium it's like 
material in like around your uterus and around your ovaries that like endometrium but it's not it's like really really confusing but but basically it just it sticks to the outsides of your reproductive organs and makes it like really really painful when you're having a period or or just like generally um but like it kind of like it tugs at all of your reproductive organs and can make sex really painful um so it's like it's trying to find toys that so I I found myself like asking my friends like just tons of questions about like what works for them what doesn't work for them and then like trying to make suggestions and then just kind of fell in with endometriosis Ireland and like a bunch of different like physical therapists and occupational therapists and trying to figure out different ways that we can help like their clients because a lot of times um these folks aren't able to like talk to their GPs about this stuff um and it's like it's it's something that's never really been focused on it's just, it seems to just be like a handful of like doctors and healthcare professionals um that are really trying to like tackle this and allow people who have these conditions to to have a more like fulfilling sex life because oftentimes like if you have um a sexual health issue it's really super medicalized and so um people have trouble like getting it treated and then like applying it to their, I, sorry, like I've just word diarrhea Um, like trying to apply it to make their sex life more fulfilling yeah. um, because, because they, they, they like doctors don't want to talk about like, you know, how's your sex life? Are you enjoying yourself? They don't want to talk about it in the sense of pleasure. They only want to talk about it in like a medical sense. And we need to like move past that and get past like some of that professional embarrassment or like what we think is like inappropriate to ask someone um, to make sure that people are enjoying their sex lives. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's great. What I read, like a really easy explanation of it was basically that the if you're using a vibrator and you have a lot of those issues, um, it's just that it promotes blood flow. So it even helps with if you're wanting to get wet for a guy, if you've been struggling with like not getting wet, that yeah. the blood flow just helps with you. So it's like su- such a simple thing. Like, and I know a lot of people, girls who have told me that, oh, they, they find it hard to get wet. And it's like, oh, so maybe if they use a vibrator during before sex or whatever, that might add to it. So that's so helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And pain, um, period pains, right? And menopause pains as well. Oh my God. Yeah. Like anytime, like, well, I don't have a period anymore because I'm on, like I have the Marina coil, but um, before that, like anytime I get like really bad cramps, just have a go with the vibrator and like cramps were gone for at least a half hour to an hour. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. Um. What was the other thing I wanted to ask you? Let me see and make sure I got all the questions that people had. Um, There was one last question, but it's not to do about, oh, well, there was one, are you going to get lingerie in? Oh, okay. No, not for the minute anyway. So I'm like currently working out of my home office and to be able to like get lingerie in, you'd have to get it in like every size and every color for each individual like um thing so I'm just I'm I'm staying away for from apparel for the moment and also like the kinds of lingerie that I would like to get in I'd want to get from like independent designers and unfortunately they don't typically do like wholesale like the only the only way you can get 
um, a lot of like lingerie wholesale is by doing it like through fast fashion. And I wouldn't feel totally comfortable doing that. And I'm trying to kind of promote a more sustainable brand. So what I do do is like recommend that you go to like Etsy have so many good like lingerie and fetish wear designers and just buy from them directly. Um, lots of great designers on Instagram that you can find like Instagram and Etsy, like you'll find them. They're out there. A lot of people will do, um, like custom sizing and custom fit um because like you know the the like the real kind of like ann summersy stuff that's like it's that really plasticky feeling um uh like elastic and it just it, it feels like very halloweeny or like hen party and it doesn't always have the best fit i and it's still and it's still massively expensive so i would say like definitely do yourself a favor like invest in some like really nice custom fit lingerie from like an independent designer and go slow fashion. That's great. Okay. And I want to read out the last question. This is actually from Serena Kajani. She's been on the podcast uh, before. She's amazing. But she was like, when you're talking to Sex Shopper tomorrow, can you ask her thoughts on sex positivity in Ireland 2021? And if it's improved or do women still suffer from the aftermath of a very Catholic Ireland? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, yes. And yes. Um, that's a, that's a really great question coming off of the back of like everything that's like been revealed about the mother and baby homes, like that report that just came out, like Catholic Ireland is still to this day hurting women. Well, just like hurting people, hurting everyone. Um, but we are getting more and more sex positive, which is, fantastic like I think people are much more open to talking about sex like even in the last so I've been I've been running sex shop for eight years even in the last eight years I've seen a huge difference and like part of that is down to excuse me part of that is is down to just kind of I think general progress but also like the last two referenda for marriage equality and for abortion rights um especially for abortion rights really like forced everybody to 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 have those really tough discussions and conversations about bodily autonomy and about consent and um and we've had a few like really difficult like rape cases in the last few years as well um and again like that's thrown up like a lot of conversations that i think we just normally wouldn't have um so i think like yes there's a lot of like really horrific stuff that's gone on in Ireland and is still going on to this day um but the silver lining is that we are learning from it and I'm seeing like a huge improvement just in the last decade um like before like when I first started off nobody would nobody wanted to talk to me nobody wanted to give me an interview um I was just like some weird sex shop girl um and uh and, and I got a lot of people who were like, I think it's great what you're doing, but I don't need a vibrator or like, I think it's great what you're doing, but like, it, it was this real sort of like looking down their noses. Like, oh, it's great way. It's great that you're doing something like so positive, but like, I'm not one of those weirdos. So, um, yes, <laughs> like, yes. And yes, like there, there are still Catholic church we're still going through a Catholic church hangover. Um, but we're getting there and it's all like, there's always going to be work to do. Um, yeah. but I, we are like, we are getting there. 
Yeah, I I'll say from my own experience, and there definitely was, and we I wasn't brought up extremely Catholic, just like normal Catholic. Mm. Um, but no one ever talked about masturbation. And I've said that on the like female masturbation, I've said that on the podcast before, but let's say the past six years in New York has definitely me being slowly but surely like kind of getting past a lot of that shame, overcoming a lot of stuff that is very now that I'm here. I, I realize it was definitely inside me and still to a point like I still feel like with sex I'm like oh I'm so comfortable I'm as um and then someone else say something that they like and I'm like oh my god that's like porn and I feel like this like uh I don't know if I want to do that and so I'm still like trying to defeat those notions a bit if that makes yeah. sense but here's the other thing like if there's something that makes you uncomfortable that doesn't necessarily mean you have to like push yourself to like that thing like that's not sex positivity that's like that's you pushing yourself to do something that you're uncomfortable with so but I think I also think it's like not even that I totally agree with but I think for me I'm uncomfortable with everything until I try it so I like I know I'll probably never do dick in my arse just because I know that's not some a road I want to go down and that's fine but I do think the first time a guy asked me to lick his balls I was like oh my god I'm going to die (laughs) and now I love it I feel like it's like a superpower thing that I do even though I'm sure all women over here do it but like it's just something no one ever told me at home so I'm like I feel so comfortable doing it and if I'd never kind of if I had been stubborn and be like I don't want to do that but I do know what you mean like I'm not going to let a guy like choke me to death just I don't want to do that but it is just like being like okay well I can try it and if I don't like it that's fine but if I had been in Ireland I wouldn't have even I would if a guy was like lick my balls I'd be like use an excuse not to talk to him again um one one like good piece of like good sexual health news coming from Ireland is um the HSC um helped fund or or did was it a HSC program anyway they did like a pilot program um for at-home STI testing um which has been like first of all we've needed to do this for fucking years like there was like anyone who lived in Dublin like going to St. James's hospital on a fucking Tuesday to get to go to like the free clinic and having to queue for hours and hours and hours and then being told like we're, we're done for the day um, or having to pay out like at least a hundred euros to go get like a test and a, you know, privately from your GP was just like not working. And so they did like a pilot program. Um, I think they only, I, I don't know like how many tests they had, probably like a couple thousand or something, but it was for uh, Dublin Cork and Kerry um, for free at home, like STI testing. And um, it was so overwhelmingly, they, they got so much demand that they ran out of tests within 24 hours of launching it. That's amazing. I'm so proud of people in Ireland being like, oh, this is a great opportunity. I'm going to do it. And like, no matter what, we do have a culture where we don't like when I started doing this podcast and I was talking about my private life, people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and we mm. so we do have a culture where we don't like people knowing our business. So this is like the perfect thing for us. And STD rates yeah. are, are getting higher in Ireland. Um, and we don't know. Like the thing is, for me, I'm 30. Uh, when I found out I had HBV, I was tw- like two years ago and I literally thought that was AIDS. That's how much uh, I had no fucking clue what that was. I didn't know what she was saying to me. And then she explained it and it was fine. It's not a big deal. And it's like everybody yeah. had it, whatever. And now, now we're finding out. Uh, I think it was before actually the Irish thing. So maybe three or four years ago now that I'm thinking about it. And then we found out about everybody. A lot of women in Ireland had it. A lot of women got sick. But 
they're just we just don't know so it's okay to be like I don't know about STDs and just try to like educate yourself or whatever if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah yeah I mean that is kind of like the the flip side of it is like the reason why STI rates are so high is because like there we just don't have a culture of sex education in Ireland and mm-hmm. like even now like when I talk to um Gen Z friends who you know just graduated from from school like maybe five six years ago um who were like yeah I didn't get any sex education or like the sex education that I got was like really wanting and that they they didn't talk about um LGBTQ relationships they didn't talk about like any sort of like consent or sex for pleasure it was just like penis goes in vagina make baby don't go in the butt like I know that was my one they said don't go in the butt I remember that (laughs) (laughs) I really did there was and that's the only part I remember and I thought that I remembered it wrong and I asked my stepmother recently and she was like no you came home and you were like because it was very horrific what the woman said but um oh like I okay did did they tell you they're like if you have anal sex you're gonna have to wear diapers the rest of your life she said your she said your organs will fall out of your arse yeah that's what they told us too like Like, what the fuck my stepmom was like no Katie Katie that's not true (laughs) she's a social care worker though so she's like you know like even my sister when she was younger like when she was very small it was always like the proper names like vagina penis none of this bullshit and then one day my sister was like she was like four or something and someone annoyed her and she was like you're a vagina head (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah, no. So, and I, yeah, and I think as well for people, the Irish culture, and this goes for people who are listening in America who are, now one thing, okay, well, I should say this, one thing that's great about America is if you do have health insurance, yes, the health insurance is shite and it's bad, but if you're poor, you get it. So I'm poor, I have it. Um, And if you have a good job, you get it. So like, you know, you can't have it. You get a free one year annual, your STD tests are covered. Now you should be getting STD tests every three months. But I mean, like there's at least that, like you go to the doctor in Ireland, they'd never be like, do you want to get your STD test? Would they? I don't know. Oh, um, I think the last time I got my, uh, I was about to say UTI, IUD. Um, last time I got my IUD like inserted, they asked if I, they're like, when's the last time you had an STI check? And I was like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Like I had, I basically like hadn't gotten an STI check since I coupled up with my current boyfriend. So they're like, you should probably get an STI check. Okay. That's good. Well, at least they're telling you, I do think it's probably, it's just easier to get it in New York because there's so many free testing clinics. It's like, there's no excuse not to get it done. But, um, I think in Ireland anyway, and maybe other people in America have this attitude where it's like, uh, if I don't, if I if I go like if I don't go it's fine like if I don't um I'm trying to think of the perfect saying for this but basically like out of sight out of mind when it comes to like yeah like if you put your head in the sand that it just it doesn't exist yeah yeah I don't have STDs you know I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to go down that road if I get tested it'll show I do and it's like a bad way of looking at things just fucking get yourself tested and and it's really like not a big deal at all Mm. like I got so I got my test in June was it June or July it was right before I moved I got it done and it is like you you get like a finger prick and you get like a quick swab and that's pretty much it like they take they take a bit of blood they do a little swab it doesn't hurt Um, yeah and if COVID's shown anything um let's say with people who because a lot of people have uh I believe genital herpes is like way bigger than what what we think the number or there's people who have it and they don't even know they have it I heard that it was one in five one in five but I wonder if they're including 
I believe if I read it right, it was one in five people have genital herpes in America anyway. I don't know about Ireland. I don't know if they can have the statistics. I thought, it was, I thought it was like one in five people had HPV, which what? is like the virus that causes herpes, isn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, no. it causes genital warts. Yeah, HPV, well, you can have, okay, so HPV, there's thousands of strains. So you can have a strain yeah. that causes genital warts or you can get a strain that causes cancer. You can get like multiple yeah. strains. The strain I got was one that it wasn't genital wart one, thank God, but it was and like if it was, you just fucking deal with it. It's grand. But I just like I'm burning a mole off on my vagina. I have enough things to be fucking trying to burn <laughs> off. But it was the one that can cause can cause your cells to turn and be cancerous. So you have yeah. to mo- monitor it and it, it can it clears itself up on its own or it might never. But it, apparently you can get it. HPV spreads because there's so many strains of it. It just spreads even from like hand to vagina to penis contact. Like it's yeah. on your hand. It's it's everybody has it. Like it's something like yeah. her- who, who, who. But I'm gonna look up the actual because I believe for her- so herpes is HVS. There's one and two, um, and how many people have herpes? So every like apparently like 90 percent of the population has their hvs one because it's like the, mm-hmm. that's just a okay so 3.7 billion people under 50 have oh no 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 i don't know <laughs> it's okay oh it says only like 11 percent actually never mind that's, oh, yeah. still, that's still a good number yeah like, I have they, to... I know like a few years ago there was like a big um headline it, like it made it made the news over here um that like chlamydia and gonorrhea cases went up like by 30 percent in one year in Ireland oh here I found it one out of every six people between 14 and 49 have genital herpes so one in one in six in that age group okay that's a lot yeah but sorry you were saying oh um just like the the rates of stis have gone up like there was like a huge increase in in the space of one year a few years ago of like chlamydia and gonorrhea yeah and yeah look you know very this is like again why like you need to get checked and like Mm -hmm. and not see it as a big deal because so many people like we all um, I, I saw a really great talk um, at Electric Picnic one year by a microbiologist who was like, we we really need to get rid of this like STI stigma because it's mm-hmm. causing people to not go to the doctor. Yeah. Like if you were sick with anything else, you go to the doctor and you get it sorted. Um, but not getting it sorted is going to have like so many further reaching consequences um, and like the embarrassment we need to like really do um, a lot more work to get rid of like that embarrassment and, and shame, like around STIs and the idea that you're like either clean or dirty because it's not that it's like either you have a virus or like an infection and you need to take care of it or like you let it get worse and worse and affect your health long-term. Well, yeah. So this is, so Erica Spears, she's been on the podcast before she has herpes and she wrote a piece about how, um, and I didn't read it, properly I just read what she posted on her Instagram but it was basically how COVID is showing um about like more infectious diseases and the shame um and 
from that it made me think like look people are still fucking even though there's covid so like you know if you're if you have these like if you have these ones that are lifetime like herpes or whatever like i think if you're honest and you just know the risks and you tell someone they're not gonna not fuck you they're not gonna not date you i think like and i think covid is showing that because people are going out they're meeting up and then the people who don't date you, those are the yeah. people you don't want to date anyway because they're assholes. Exactly. That's like me with I want a relationship. So my stepmom was like at the start kind of be like, oh, what are you looking for? And she was like, you're not going to scare them off because you just don't want to date fuckboys. So that's, you know, if you're very much like, oh, I'm looking to meet someone and be in a relationship one stage. She's like, you know, it doesn't have to be like, I want to date you. But like, she was like, at least if you set them up that way, if they're like, OK, good luck. It's like, it's fine. You just haven't wasted your time. So similar yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, this is great. Thank you so much. Will you tell people <laughs> where to find you? Yeah. So you can find me at sexshepa.ie. So that's S-E-X-S-I-O-P-A.ie. Or I'm on Instagram and Twitter. That's pretty much like where I live on the internet. And it's just at sexshepa, all one word. However, Instagram, this is like an, a whole other topic that we could like do an entire episode on, but, um, Instagram slash Facebook changed their, their guidelines around like adult content. And so they're making it really, really hard. Um, and they're like policing adult content. Um, and like anyone who works in the sex industry, if you're like using words like sex or dildos or like sex positive or vibrators or anything like that, or gooch even, um, this, that's probably why TikTok came down on you um because like all of these big tech companies are really policing like sex language really hard but not neo-nazis for some reason um so i also have a backup account on instagram that's like on on shopaganace um with like little underscores between each word so even if you have the word sex because i have sex in my tweets and shit yeah well twitter twitter's another story twitter isn't no but i post it on my instagram is that okay um it could get taken down no but they're not they're not gonna delete your more like it's more like if people um like report you you're more likely to be taken down but like I'm already known to them as like a bad sex person like I have sex literally in my name um and so I and I've already been um like blacklisted I can't I can't advertise on any social media platform because I am a like I work in the sex industry um I've like had photos taken down um I've had like people report me for like bad language because like I'm talking about sex so um yeah just if you so that's like a whole other thing is like if you if you have like people who work in the sex industry that you like um please like show support by like liking and sharing their posts and stuff because the other thing that they're doing is like the algorithm is shrinking our reach down to nothing because they're like oh that's a sex person we don't want their stuff being seen and so like where I would get like a, a few hundred likes on any given post it's like down to like 40 or 50. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Um, please follow Shauna everywhere. And if you want to sign up to the Patreon again, it's Patreon forward slash the shift podcast. And if you have time, a rate and a review will be great. Tell your friends, you know, uh, yeah, I, I love you all. And thanks so much again. And I'm excited about next week's episode. Uh, it's already recorded, but it was a Caitlin Reese and Oscar Iden there. Both comedians in New York City, both very hilarious and both don't identify as straight. So they talk to me about not being straight and what queer means, uh, what it's like to be a gay man in New York City and um, sex advice, uh, relationship advice and when they came out. Absolutely delighted they came on the shift. So 
very excited um, for you guys to hear that next week and just have a lovely week and I'll talk to you soon and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.